This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. I am sure that most, if not all of us, have heard the phrase, the glass is either half empty or half full. They say that you can tell whether a person is an optimist or a pessimist based on how they view a glass that is filled to the halfway mark, either half full, which means that you are an optimist, or half empty, which means you are a pessimist. Now, I have to tell you, I shun labels and categorizations of any kind. So I'm not sure how accurate that assessment is. But in general, we as individuals will either look at the circumstances around us and see them as negative or positive. And if you are a person whose default setting is to see the glass half empty, you really can take some steps that can help you to see things and the world around you in a different light. I personally can lean more towards seeing the glass half empty. For me, I am always reaching for total excellence. And when I'm dealing with something that falls short of that goal, I can sometimes miss all of the things that are good about the experience or the thing because I am annoyed by the thing that kept it from being excellent. Now, I am very fortunate and blessed to have people in my life who have no problem calling me out on that half-empty thing, <laughs> though it does not always feel like a blessing when they're doing it. Uh, but it is, and it has helped me to be aware of the way I'm seeing things, and more importantly, to consciously see God in all the circumstances that I encounter so that I can remain grateful. But let me tell you, it's not always easy to do. But to not be aware of having a negative viewpoint can have far-reaching negative impacts that no one is signing up for. Trust me. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, Paul gives some warnings so that we can avoid some of the mistakes that Israel made that caused them to miss out on the promises of God. In verse 7, he says this, Do not be idolaters as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. And that verse is referring to Exodus 32, which I talked a little bit about in the last episode when Moses stayed up on the mountain too long with the Lord and Aaron, the priest, made a gold calf and Israel began to worship it. Now I can hear you now saying, ain't nobody doing nothing crazy like that, worshiping no golden calf or some foolishness. Okay. Verse 8 says this, Now or nor are we to commit sexual immorality, as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in one day. Now that's referring to a story in Numbers 25, when some of the Israelites joined in various sexual and idolatrous activity while worshiping Baal Peor. Again, I can hear you say, ain't nobody doing no nasty stuff like that. Okay. Verse 9, 
says this, nor let us try the Lord as some of them did and were destroyed by the serpents. This refers to the story in Numbers 21 when the people were impatient on their journey and began to speak against their leader Moses and against God. Surely nobody's doing that. Nobody is impatient on the journey and Surely no one is speaking against their pastors or leaders. That's just not happening. Okay. Then there's verse 10. Verse 10 says, Nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. Grumble. (laughs) You know, murmur, mutter under your breath about something or someone, complain. And there were so many instances of this in the story and history of Israel. I can't give you just one scripture reference. But the real question is, how many instances do you have in your own life? Grumbling, murmuring, and complaining. Isn't it crazy that right in the middle of Paul's instruction to the Corinthians about many of the crazy things that Israel did, and we could all agree that they were crazy, And that they should be avoided. There's this one thing. Don't grumble. Or don't complain. Something that we all do. Maybe even several times in a single day. And when you consider that this complaining. Was one of the things that kept the first free generation of Israelites. From inheriting their promise. This is something that we need to be mindful of. In our own lives. Now, like I said earlier, it is not always easy. I'm going to be the first one to admit that, especially when you see all the things around you that you are not happy about and things that you want to be different. Maybe even things that you've been waiting a long time to see changed. But don't let your dissatisfaction keep you from inheriting your promise. Now, you might need the help of a friend or someone you love and trust who can Help you to catch yourself when you're being negative and complaining. And another thing you can do is to make a practice of ending every day, asking and answering the question, what was good about today? And then make a habit of practicing gratitude to God for what he has done and what he is doing in your life, no matter how small that thing may seem to be. You don't have to wait until you reach some specific point in time or achieve some great success or learn just enough scripture to be able to argue with people about the Bible. If we just focus on the undeniable good things that God has done and is doing in our lives every day, no matter how big or small, and if we are willing to be grateful and to share them with others instead of complaining about what is not right or what we don't like, that family is the path into our promise. And I'm going to tell you something else. That's also how we make Jesus famous and live boldly out loud.